This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Happy Thursday, everybody. Happy first day of the Minnesota State Fair. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. Good morning. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer. Good morning. Holly Roberts is over there too. We're at the Minnesota State Fair. It is a beautiful day. You guys are supposed to cheer right then. We're at the Minnesota State Fair. So when Colleen says you, she needs the people that are here live at the fair because, of course, you can come see us at the fair. We're going to be here broadcasting every weekday, and there will be shows on the weekend as well. You can go online, mytalk1071.com, to check out our full schedule. But we'll be here. can't be bothered to remember all that. We only know when we're going to be here. That's too much. We'll be here noon to three every weekday. Uh, And then the following Saturday and Monday, you can listen to the Colleen and Bradley show anyway. At some special times. Yes. Special shows at special times. Indeed we do. In any case, we're happy to be here. It's a gorgeous first day. Perfect day. Uh, There are clouds in the sky, but not threatening ones. But that's good, because then you don't have to worry about getting baked in the sun, which speaking of... Actually, yes, you do. You can still get a healthy sunburn. No, everybody needs to know this. You should all... Everybody should be wearing SPF, even if there is cloud cover... Because the worst sunburn I ever got was on a cloudy day. Well, if you forgot your sunscreen, yeah. the good news is you can come down to Underwood, just south of Randall, mm-hmm. and come to the My Talk 1071 stage because we now have bleacher seating with a beautiful sun protecting on it. It's so perfect. So, oh, they're yeah, clapping. See, I told you. They're very happy. They, they learned. Uh, in any case, we'd love to see you and come on down, come see us. All right, you guys. What are we talking about? I've got a conspiracy. Oh. I've got a conspiracy by Cobra. Let's do it. We love those, don't we? And I will sound it off. There we go. When you're not willing to accept things as they appear, reach for Conspiracies by Cobra. What a wonderful plug for a new t-shirt, which you should also come purchase here at the MyTalk 1071 stage. Exactly. You can get a Conspiracies by Cobra t-shirt. Should we get one of those at some point to show the audience? Yes. All right. Yes. In the meantime, what's uh, consp- our conspiracy okay, here's today? our Conspiracy by Cobra. Okay, what, have the, what has been kind of front and center with the royal family the last couple days? Front and center. The Duke and Duchess of Sussex. The Duke and Duchess of Sussex uh, were taking plane flights to see Elton John, ruining uh, climate change. I think they started the fires in the Amazon. I, you're probably right. I, that is not confirmed. However, <laughs> that was a joke. So, so this is what, th- but this is what's been all front and center, right? We've been hearing all about the Duke and Duchess of Sussex and their their plane trip and their carbon footprint, and they're out there, you know, talking about climate change and and you know being good stewards of the earth, etc. And they have been in the headlines for uh, taking these private... Yeah, so bad jets. PR. Bad PR. Yeah. But, but Holly and I have been saying... So, Bradley, by the way, welcome back to our show. Thank you. Welcome back. Thank you. Um, but Bra- Holly and I have been saying, oh, this is all a distraction, mm-hmm. right? 
But now it's kind of getting, it's like fizzling. That storyline is fizzling a little bit. It's a distraction from what's going on with Prince Andrew and the uh, Jeffrey Epstein stuff that yes. we should be, by the way, paying So there's a lot to. of negative press. Essentially what you're saying, to wrap it all up in a pretty little bow, is that there's a lot of negative press surrounding the royal family. Exactly. Well, um, but some of the negative press, we think, is meant to distract from the other negative press that they really don't want out there. Okay. So here's the headline this morning. I wake up this morning, I clean, I clear the sleep from my eyes, the cobwebs from my brain, I log on and this is what I see. The headline is, Prince William, Kate Middleton and their children are seen getting off a budget flight to Scotland amid row over Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's summer of private jet trips. This is kind of hilarious, oh, right? Oh, oh, the plot has thickened. So now we're not just distracting with the naughty Duke and Duchess of Sussex. Yeah. Now we're going to distract with this fake, weird, passive-aggressive argument between Harry and Will. So you think they're trying to push this story out to draw attention away from the actual crappy stories that are surrounding the royal family? Yes. Yeah. Don't you think? Oh, for sure. I mean, it's totally... If I mean, even if they're not the ones pushing the stories out, they certainly are benefiting from that. Yes. You know? I mean, the competition between the two of them has always sort of been there. Um, you know, the, the press trying to play one off the other and how they, you know, separated their charity work, which actually turns out to be quite normal um and in this case that you know they would be competing with perceptions about their air flight habits but isn't that interesting because what did we kept on saying over and over and over again well of course of course the duke and duchess of sussex took a private flight why wouldn't they that seems normal why would the royal family just hop on you know a spirit airlines flight and bring their own chairs right like the rest of us but then but then the prince and the other duchess lady, they did it. Okay, so I'm curious because I was gone. I was filling it on the morning show when you guys talked mm -hmm. about this, but we talked about it on the morning show. What was your um, conversation around the Elton John about flying Elton them out John's to their involvement? Elton John flying them out to their private. You know, the press was running to the defense of Harry and Meghan. Well, Holly and I kind of both thought that was a little bit of like rich privileged people oh, protecting rich privileged yes. people. Yes, of course. Like, yeah. oh, I'm sorry. I feel really bad for the fact that they're, you know, hounded by the press when, oh, by the way, that's kind of their job is basically serving to be a public face on right. monar monarchy. So right. the fact that they were able to be whisked away to a private you know, uh, secluded space courtesy of Elton John. Like, I don't think we need to feel sorry for them. Well, no. And uh, Holly pointed out, cause, because other celebrities were coming to their yeah. Ellen. defense, Ellen, uh, and Pink, notably, right. yeah. who called for an end to the bullying, to which Holly pointed out, you know, there's a difference between oh. using the word bullying Extremely. and then being critical. Also, it's so being critical of the royal family they take British taxpayers' money yeah, in order to, job. to buttress their lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, it's okay to ask questions about how they're conducting their business. That's not bullying. That's just having an opinion. Exactly. Also, um, Pink, you'll, you, I don't know if you remember this, mm -hmm. Pink reposted that dumb Instagram post. Did you guys talk about that at all? No. So you know the Instagram post that everybody, your friends were probably posting on Instagram oh. that was like, Instagram doesn't have the right to use my photos, blah, blah, blah. As if you could just post something on Instagram that would negate 
the the agreement you made by posting something on Instagram. Right. So everybody was posting that. Well, a bunch of celebrities got caught posting that spam essentially as well, and it was just a big hoax. Somebody you know spammed it out. And um, Pink was one of the people, one of the celebrities who actually published that. Yes. So this is, you know, she's the kind of person, she's trying to jump into things to seem relevant, perhaps. Well, she is. In a way that makes her look even more tone deaf and irrelevant. Because the third thing that had Pink in the headlines this, uh, this week was her call to go a day without bullying or a day without saying a negative thing on social yeah. media. Yeah. So she's, I mean, obviously, and listen, I love Pink. Do not get me wrong. Yeah. I love her music. I think she's extremely talented. But she seems to be sort of latching herself on to this platform mm-hmm. and maybe overdoing it. That she's well, yeah, she's, yes, she's trying so this- to create an image for herself that goes beyond her career to remain relevant in a way that I like. Did we need this right now? Did we ask for yeah, it? No. No. Just put out some more music, Pink. <laughs> Um, was that mean? Was that critical? No, like you're entitled to have opinions, <laughs> but when it seems a little too well crafted, it seems a little disingenuous, and people are like, "Okay, spare me, spare us, Pink." Yeah, uh, but don't spare yourself from uh, the joy that is sitting in the audience at the MyTalk 1071 tent. Well, this it's not a tent. Holly calls our part the mothership, but there is a lovely tent for all the people who are uh, here to see us. And I see our first Conspiracies by Cobra t-shirt. If you're wondering what it looks like, there it is. That Our, our t-shirt, for those of you at home, uh, you can see it online at mytalk1071.com. You can see all the t-shirts of all the shows on mytalk1071.com. Ours says Conspiracies by Cobra. It may look reminiscent of a product of the 80s. The aftershave. Yeah. Yep. It, it says Conspiracies by Cobra, and then beneath it, it says our very favorite thing, nothing is real. And everyone And everyone smokes. smokes. So you can get that t-shirt here at the MyTalk booth during the Minnesota State Fair, and we'd love to see you out here. We should also mention that if you want to come uh, get selfies with your favorite MyTalk 1071 hosts, we're doing that all day long before and after shows. The schedule is online at MyTalk1071.com, but if you want, you know, we're a little selfish. Colleen and Bradley um, selfie at our selfie booth just around the corner. Um, we'll be doing that every day, every weekday before our show from 11 to 1130. Yep, and then uh, there's schedules for that, like you said, online. So those of you who are still at home, who are planning a state fair trip visit, just make sure you check out that schedule so you can see when you can see your favorite my talk hosts and plan around that. Now, when we come back, I just saw Elizabeth Reese mosey up to the My Talk stage. She'll be bringing us all the dirt straight from Hollywood. Dirt it's alert. a dirt alert on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Elizabeth Reese is here. She's brought the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Hello. Good morning. Happy fair. Happy fair. It's such a great day out here. Uh, I've got some news on the Real Housewives of New York City. So Bethany Frankel is out. She's no longer going to be on I heard this. She's left before. Um, But Ramona Singer is weighing in on this, saying she respects Bethany Frankel's decision to move on, but is disappointed that Bethany didn't tell her castmates herself that she wasn't going to be part of the show. Of course, there's going to be drama around her leaving. Yeah, this is what Ramona said. When she left in season four, we found out through the press that she was doing her spinoff, Bethany Getting Married. She was upset we never congratulated her, but we were upset she never told us. And that's how we feel now. (laughs) Wow. Sounds fun. It's just like... It's well, I'm upset. So you know, it's upset baked and- in. It's like when you get known for 
all the drama that's caused around you, yeah. you don't know anything but causing drama. Can you imagine having the time to always be upset about not hearing something from someone else instead of hearing it from another way? I just I do not have the time nor yeah. the wherewithal. Yeah. To no, it. it's exhausting. Yeah, right? they totally have nothing exhausting. better to do, which is why they are where they are. That is the truth. So Miley Cyrus uh, news today: she had to change to be with Liam Hemsworth. And she wants to be herself. Insiders are saying that she just got to the point where she didn't want to hold back about who she is. She wants to be true to herself. Being with Liam, this was just not possible. For them to be happy, she had to change as a person too much. And she knows not being with Liam will make her happier in the long run. Well, I, that, they, they weren't they together for like 10 years? I mean, hello. I feel like and why was she changing herself to be with him? I don't know. What that just seems like a very selfish way to sort of the blame somewhere else. It's that first love thing, though. You know, I always say that if you didn't marry your first love, then you stayed in the relationship for too long, mm -hmm. right? I mean, we can all look back on our first loves, and if you're not married to that person, you'll think back and go, boy, I should have gotten out of that a year mm -hmm. earlier. What was I doing, mm -hmm. right? Well, and I also think a little bit of this is a, a weird spin to try to tell a story, to try to distract us from whatever's actually going on. This is a weird story. It's just so There's so weird. many, yeah, which tells me that there's probably just a lot we're not getting, or that she really is kind of a... She just seems like a butterfly, just, you know, flitting from thing to thing yeah. and doesn't really have a, a true sense of what's going on. She so maybe a it's a good thing that he filed for divorce yeah, after all. maybe. She got a tattoo to commemorate her Italian vacation with Caitlin Carter. You know, it's funny because like on any other person in any other situation, I might say, wow, that's a pretty permanent decision for, you know, something that happened for a moment moments of your life. Right. But with Miley Cyrus, I get the impression that that's kind of how she rolls and she, through life. Caitlin Carter sent Brody Jenner a weed bouquet for his mm, birthday. Seems yeah. appropriate. Yeah. There's a I lot. Mean, if anybody was going to get a weed bouquet. It's yeah. really interesting. Um, Dennis Quaid has a new girlfriend, and I just want to tell you that every time he re-ups a girlfriend now, it's younger and younger. He's 65 years old. He just recently broke up with someone who was 32, and now the new woman he's dating is 26. Woo! Wow. 26? All right. 65. I mean, there's no judgment. That's just like a little bit of an incredulous voice that I'm using. Fascinating. Yeah, it's interesting how with some people, they tend to, um, well, it's like the Leonardo DiCaprio syndrome, right? Or no, what's the... Uh, with Leo, they all just stay the exact same age. Yeah, yeah he and just he keeps older, getting older. And they stay... They get younger. Older, they get they younger. younger. He's I trading them in for younger he's models. about reaching the point where he's capped out. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Because well, yeah, he's going to dip below the legal age, and you can't do that. That's illegal. That's illegal. Yeah, yeah, that's a fascinating thing. I don't know. She looks great in a swimsuit. What's with these swimsuits where you can see your full okay. behind cheek? Everyone? We Is that's how you know okay that we this? have gotten old. Because do you remember the thong craze of like the '90s, and we thought nothing of it? Yeah, but this is like the full cheek is out, ready to go. Just seems really uncomfortable. It seems really, really yeah. uncomfortable. This is interesting too. A story today in Us Weekly about how much Dancing with the Stars contestants get paid. Oh, this is great. We've talked about this before because our impression is that they get paid more the longer they're on, but also they get bonuses, right? Okay, yes. Thank you, Colleen. So uh, Vanity is reporting about what the celebrities are making, and they published this piece just after the celebrity cast was announced. What's interesting is they say contestants will earn $125 during their rehearsal period and the first two weeks of the show. I'm sorry, how much? $125,000 for the rehearsal oh, period. Oh, I thought you said $125. I know, that's what I thought, I thought you said, too. Elizabeth, we nobody would sign that contract. $125,000 to practice if they make it to week three and on then they begin to receive additional fees every week so the maximum payday comes to two hundred ninety five thousand dollars for those who are particularly good at the dancing and in previous seasons contestants could end up making as much as three hundred and forty five thousand yeah because if they get like famous friends they to get show bonuses, up for them right? yeah now you know i was wondering about that because the thing that makes like how do they define famous friends Right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Because, like, and also it's not fair because, like, Sean Spicer probably isn't going to be able to get... <laughs> Unless he calls his former boss. True. Well, he asks him to show up. That is certainly within the realm is. of possibility. That's true. That is true. That would be fascinating. Fascinating right? is a word. Yeah. That is a word. <laughs> I don't know. Well, it's true. I mean, not everybody has the, has the pull of everyone else. Exactly. I mean, James Vanderbeek well, might have some luck. Maybe Katie Holmes and Suri Cruz will show up. That would be incredible. Right? I, I kind of doubt that that's That's a couple happen. bonuses right there. But if it did, uh, I don't know. Okay, this is a really interesting story that's going to take us back to 2009. You okay. Okay with that? Sure. So we're going back to Kanye West confronting Taylor Swift at the VMAs. Yes. I'm going to let you finish. I'm let you finish. Infamous moment in entertainment news. This is when he jumped on stage and grabbed the microphone as Taylor Swift was giving an acceptance speech at the VMAs in New York City. It's now emerged that Beyonce was very upset and she had to be persuaded to stay with the promise that she could later invite Taylor Swift back onto the stage. Oh, okay. That she wanted to leave. She was like, I'm out. This is so awful. I can't believe this happened. I'm not surprised by that at all. But you know what I am surprised by? The fact that it seems as though after 2009, Beyonce and Jay-Z still remained friends with Kanye West. And that's... But they went through some... But I, I was going to say, I feel I like suppose. we did hear some rumors that they were, you oh, know, yeah. like always trying... It always seemed like they were trying to get in good with those two. Yes, it totally does. I, but that would be the straw that broke the camel's back okay. for me. It's Come fascinating because there's even more to this. So Billboard is who is reporting on this, and they say that Pink confronted Kanye during a commercial break to give him her two cents on the whole she always got to have her yes, two cents, that do. pink. That's true. But she's not afraid to just tell <laughs> no. what it is, and I like that about her. She, um, producer said that Kanye was only moved to the front row at the very last minute because they realized there were too few men in the front seats. And so that's why they moved him to the front. And then um, Hamish Things Hamilton, you probably won't hear in 2019, by the way. That's true. The guy <laughs> who was the director of that year's VMAs 
remembers his colleagues saying, how do we make sure Taylor's okay? And how do we make sure Beyonce's okay? And producers persuaded Beyonce to stay by saying, you're going to win an award. Hmm. You should expect to win an award later in the night, which would give you the opportunity to invite Taylor Swift back on the stage. Wow. And wouldn't it be nice to have her come up and have her moment then? And when Beyonce did win Video of the Year, she brought Taylor back on stage, hugged her, and let her finish her acceptance speech. Which I was cl- a classy move, it but... It totally was, but thinking about, like, Beyonce and Jay-Z getting over that with Kanye, now when you hear about how mm-hmm. upset Beyonce was, mm-hmm. I bet well, it was difficult. Mostly because it's just not your battle to fight. It was not his battle to right. fight, I mean. Right. You know what I mean? So right. just to feel like, okay, I don't need a man to defend me, thank you very much. No, especially not Kanye. And right. then as it continued with their relationship, that was just so, so bad. I don't know. I would like to see the footage of all of that, by the way. Yeah. You know what I mean? I want that that. behind-the-scenes special. No doubt at some point Lifetime will do a movie. Yeah. I also just want to rewatch it. Justin Bieber dropped his $2,000 designer sneakers in the gutter. (gasps) Of course he did. On purpose? He just dropped them. I think it was... Well, I think he was carrying too much stuff. Oh. And then they fell. You know what happened? Doesn't he have people for that? When you're carrying too many designer items of clothing with you? I don't don't actually know what that's like. (laughs) The duffel bag that he's carrying originally retailed for $3,650. It's a Louis Vuitton with Supreme. Now can get as much as $95. Thank you, Elizabeth Reese. I buy a lot of Pronto Pops. Yeah, that's true. Yes, indeed. That's true. Now you go buy yourself a Pronto Pop, Elizabeth Reese. Uh, thank you for that dirt alert. We need somebody to play our 30-second pop culture challenge, 651-641-1071. 30 seconds, five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You'll win a prize on My Talk 1071. All right, we need somebody in our listening audience out in listener land to play the 30-second pop culture challenge, 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, Holly Roberts, we are all live at the Minnesota State Fair Hi. with a lovely studio audience who's taking a load off, maybe eating some nummies. What are those? What are you eating? It looks really good. The fried wontons, they look so good. Listen, you can eat things at the Minnesota State Fair. What? It's true. They it's have true. food again this year. It's very exciting. There's also rides and animals and lots of people. But that's not what we're here to talk about because it's time to play the 30-second pop culture challenge. And we're gonna, there it is. Second pop culture challenge. And, Do we have somebody to play yet, Nikki? We're still waiting for a caller. All right, you guys. I don't know what you're waiting for. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. We want someone to play the thirty second pop culture challenge. It's fun. There okay. we go. Oh. We do have somebody to play. Today we've got Tammy on the line. And what is Tammy playing for? Tammy is playing for one of these. Actually, it's a pair of these. It's a pair of these movie tickets to go and see Where Did You Go, Bernadette. It's at participating AMC theaters as we speak right now. All right, Tammy, are you ready to play the 30-second pop culture challenge? I'm ready. Okie doke. Timer will begin after I ask the first question. Here we go. Who hosted the show Soul Train? Oh, I don't know. Next. Flounder is a sidekick of which Disney character? Nemo, Finding Nemo. 
Nope. Nope. Oh, oh, shoot. You want to pass? Ariel. Yep. Nope. Well, that'll work. The show ER takes place in what city? Chicago. What is the name of Chip and Joanna Gaines' lifestyle company? Magnolia? Shredder is a very Sorry. I'm so sorry you didn't get all of those correct, but you will get an opportunity to play again tomorrow because we do it every weekday at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley show. It is the 32nd Pop Culture Challenge. And let's go back and answer the questions that she did not get correct. All right. The first one, who hosted the show, the show Soul Train? That would be Don Cornelius. Don Cornelius. She got uh, flounder. The show ER takes... Oh, wait, did she get that? She got that one. Okay. She did not get the last one. Shredder is a villain in what cartoon and movie series? That would be Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, well, better luck next time, honey. Yes, and next time will happen tomorrow at 1230 because, like I said, we do the 30-second pop culture challenge every weekday at 1230. And now that we've finished that, we can move on to solve some mysteries. And we do that in the form of blind items, which Holly has brought for us in this segment we call Blinded by the Item. Ah, uh, yeah, we have celebrity gossip, mysteries to solve. Colleen and Bradley here at the Minnesota State Fair. Listen carefully. Okay. And try to solve this one. It isn't a very inclusive situation. When this foreign-born former A-plus list tweener turned A-minus list adult singer and his celebrity wife go to church, they are seated in a separate area with bodyguards surrounding them to keep anyone away from them. Is this Justin Bieber and Haley Baldwin? I saw the pictures of them leaving church together today, and I thought to myself, that must be a strange situation for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me and everyone the- else at the exactly. church. Exactly. Fill in the blank for you. So it isn't a very inclusive situation when Justin Bieber and Haley Baldwin go to church. They are seated in a separate area with bodyguards surrounding them to keep anyone away from them. You know... That must be delightful. I, I was thinking... I've been thinking... Because I was wondering today when I saw that headline about the two of them leaving church together Mm -hmm. and I thought to myself what is it because presumably they go all the time right or at least it's kind of a once that's what yeah they've made us believe so then I'm wondering why are we seeing a story about this right now is it because their big wedding is supposed to be coming up maybe yeah that's a good question I don't know I completely forgot about that big wedding that they're supposed to in South Carolina exactly so anyway just something to think about. Well, Put I just that think that if you do go on a regular basis, why would you need to be separated from the rest of the congregation? Presumably, you go there because you want to be a part of that organization. One would think. Hmm. Moving on. Another celebrity gossip mystery for Colleen and Bradley to solve this afternoon. Try to figure out who's involved in this. This former A minus slash B plus list infomercial slash entertainment show host is even going to be more shocked when she sees who she was dumped for by this former A plus list talk show host. So think about a former A plus list talk show host. Think Larry that King. Person. Oh, I did it! You did it! Wow! And his soon-to-be ex-wife, Sean King. Yes! Wait, she hosted an infomercial? I guess. Okay. Okay, sure. All right, so Sean King is going to be even more shocked when she sees who she was dumped for 
by Larry. Oh, so mm. meaning that there's somebody on the back burner waiting to uh, be next in line. Yeah, there could very well be. Now, this is Larry King's eighth divorce, seventh wife. Yeah, because he got divorced twice from the same... Or, yeah, twice, right? From one, yeah. from one lady, yeah. Yeah, from one lady. Mm-hmm. You know, the story with all He got of married to her twice, too. Yeah, that's how that that's works. That's how that works. I know. Good for you. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but he... There's, there's a lot of back and forth about this being that Larry King had a serious heart attack earlier this year, and that... It, he's like, the writing's on the wall, man. I gotta be happy. Yeah. Like, she, it, what she do brought you th- a bunch of documents for Larry King to sign that would benefit her... And not even so much their children that she has. I don't think she was in it for the right reasons. Okay, well, also, can we just say, like, if by if you haven't figured it out at this point, what makes you think you're going to figure it out before you leave this planet? Right. Like, I just kind of feel like it shouldn't take seven that many tries to figure it out. Like, there's something. It's you. It's not the other person. Mm -hmm. It's you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, moving on. All right, here's another celebrity gossip mystery for Colleen and Bradley to solve. Think of the following person. we got one person to think about. You know, maybe even two. You may not like the underaged rapper slash big influencer who got her start on a daytime talk show. But she preaches the truth about how the industry works. And people just like to believe singers and rappers do everything on their own those days are long gone. I'm going to guess that that's Danielle Bahad, Brigoli. Bahad. Bahabi. Bahad Bahabi. That was bad baby. She got herself started on Dr. Phil. And she was talking, I, I, I saw a headline about her talking about Nicki Minaj and I think Cardi B. Yeah. Not writing their own stuff. Mm. Perhaps using a little bit of ghostwriting there. Let Interesting. me fill in the blank. So uh, you may not like. Daniel Bergoli, Bahad Bahabi, <laughs> the cash me outside girl from Dr. <laughs> Phil. But Danielle preaches the truth about how the industry works and people just like to believe that singers and rappers do everything on their own, but those days are long gone. Well, what's interesting, though, is that that's been a beef that other rappers have lodged against other performers they've deemed as lesser. I feel like... And I think specifically of Nicki Minaj uh um, and Iggy Azalea. Azalea. Mm -hmm. Right. They're not writing their own verses. But that's common practice in the music industry anyway. So whenever you see a song by a big superstar and you look at the writing credits and they might be a co-writer on the song, a lot of times contracts are negotiated so that their their names are put in as co-writers because then they get more of a percentage of the publishing rights and the royalties to the song, right. even though they might have just changed a little bit of grammar, yeah. offered in a, a change of phrase, very limited in the actual <laughs> Put in a little, writing. yeah, and a huh, right? Because that's what rappers do. Why aren't you on the charts, Colin? I don't know, Holly. I've been asking. Also, I feel like we should let the audience in on why we call her Bahad Bahabi. Well, because it's spelled that way. <laughs> One time. We Bahad were reading a Bahabi. story, and Bradley said, "Why is her name Bahad Bahabi?" And Holly and, and I, I thought it was like a play on Bad Barbie, <laughs> but it's Bad Baby. It's but bad it's spelled B H A D. Yeah, Bahad. B H A. I don't know, but Bahabi. there was yeah. It's spelled Bahad Bahabi. So, <laughs> so that's why that's we call her, her that. So now you know that's Bad Baby. 
AKA Catch Me Outside. How about that? But that also goes with the Team Cobra Minnesota State Fair t-shirt. Yes. Conspiracies by Cobra. Nothing is real. Everyone Everyone smokes. smokes. It's true. She smokes, I bet. Uh, Oh. Like a a lot of stuff. A day. Yeah. And not just one thing. That's true. I'm just saying. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we got to check in with one of our... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Favorite publicationships. A publicationship is a relationship solely for the purposes of publicity. And we're going to check in on Shamila. We'll tell you who they Shemazel. are and what they're up to after this on My Talk 107.1. Let's check in on one of our favorite publicationships. What is a publicationship, you ask? Oh, it's a uh, relationship solely for the purpose of publicity and or advancement of a career generally exhibited by celebrities. Correct. And we're going to check in with one of those publicationships on the Colleen and Bradley Show, MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Holly Roberts is here with us as well. We're all at the Minnesota State Fair. We'd love to see you when you come on out. Uh, but I think one uh, couple we won't be seeing at the Minnesota State Fair is a couple that we call Shamila. Yeah, so Shamila is... Sean Mendez and Camila Cobello. Uh, she, they have been together basically since, oh, June-ish, I believe, is sure. when they were official. And this relationship is clearly the latest most obvious publicationship. Like, these two have been friends for years, hanging out, calling each other besties, and then suddenly, after they do a single together, every you know, they're going to pretend to be hot and heavy, and we're all supposed to believe they just magically fell in love while they were recording this like, album. Please. Like, they just locked eyes as they sang the song into the microphone and thought, I think I might actually love that person. Yeah, and you know what? That's as you always say, I, I was, was born, born at, at night. night. But I wasn't born last night. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But there are a couple stories on the Shamila front that I thought we could catch people up in. Again, that's um, Sean Mendez, Camila Cabello. And this particular story um, involves Sean. And it's just, he's one of these people, this doesn't have anything to do with their relationship or how it's fake. It's just, it's just kind of a fumble, a fail. It's almost D-bag behavior, mm-hmm. right? Um, so apparently they, you know, he does these like Q&As with, with fans. And somebody brought up that he used to... And I haven't even looked at the tweets, but he apparently, when he was younger, posted a bunch of racially insensitive tweets or just very inappropriate tweets. Okay. And somebody, um, somebody called him out on that. And I'm just like, I think you can do better as a professional, as an adult, when somebody calls you out on previous behavior, I feel like you should have like a decent response right. at the ready. And um, here's, here's what his response was okay. when this person called him out. 
Um, and basically, the person was very frank in just saying, I want to give you a chance to you know, talk to your followers who might have been offended, right? He says, quote, I had no idea I was going to have 50 million followers, which doesn't make it any better, but, um, yeah, totally, I apologize for anything insensitive I said in the past, but with that being said, yeah, I think that's not my personality. Hold on. I think we need to break that all the way down. What I heard was, yeah, I mean, that's not really, but yeah, but I kind of understand also... No, yeah. No. Yeah. No. I had no idea I was going to have 50 million followers. Okay, fair point. Right. I don't know that that gives you a pass. He then goes on to say... That doesn't give him a pass. It doesn't give me a pass. <laughs> but, um, yeah, totally, I apologize for anything insensitive I said in the past. Anything. But what that does is, and the thing that I think is frustrating about that part of the apology is that that doesn't actually acknowledge what no. you did, which is important if you are going to take a moment to apologize for something, you should probably have the wherewithal to apologize for the thing, Rather not with than a just blanket say like, like... Because that's as bad as saying, I'm sorry if you were offended by something I said. Yeah, which is not an apology. That's not an apology. That's, that's, that's an putting it back on the other person. So he goes, yeah, I apologize for every uh, anything insensitive I said in the past, but with that being said, so he says, I apologize, however, but I think that's not my personality. So which, which I think which is like a blanket. The apology or the saying it in the first place? Right? Like, which, if it's the thing you said in the first place, well, but you said it, so clearly so it that was is your, your personality. personality. We can all relate. Here's the thing that people get caught up in. Every single one of us can relate to having said really inappropriate things. Yes. I could write you a big long list of all the inappropriate things I have said in my life, probably as recently as last week. Mm -hmm. Maybe within the last couple hours. I don't think I'm so, actually, if I think it. about today, being quite honest. But, <laughs> but yes, no, my point is that we've all said really dumb things, inappropriate things. Um, I shouldn't say we all. I can relate to that experience. Yeah. However, if called on it, right. or if called to account for it, um, you could and maybe just at some point that. in general, everyone should anyway, I think it is within our you know, humanity to require ourselves to, to say, I'm sorry that I said something racist, sexist, homophobic, ableist, whatever, whatever it is. Yeah. Here's what frustrates me about that is that as a celebrity or just as a human being, um, but specifically as a celebrity for him, we've had plenty of examples of good ways to apologize, of ways to account for that, um, that don't necessarily drudge up the past mm -hmm. and make it a story again. Yeah. There are so many ways to say at that point, I did say that. I understand, I understand things differently now. I like to think I wouldn't say something like that now. And, you know, here's, here's why I understand it differently. Whatever. There's like a hundred different ways to do that. And he just got a little bit lazy. Yeah. I mean, he and just when got I say a little, a little bit lazy. lazy, I mean, he, he was just very didn't apologize lazy. for apo no. by apologizing. That's true. Um, the other story, there is actually a, a Shamila story related to this that I wanted to share because I, again, was filling in on the morning show. I know you guys have had Shamila stories. I don't get to enjoy them as much when I'm filling in with uh, Don and Alexis because while they, they are real. delightful, no wonderful people, they're maybe not as sold as we are on the fact that it's a fake relationship. Um, so quickly. 
there are two things that make me think this relationship is going to be over by Labor Day. Ooh, okay. So now the the way to think about this is that's the end of the fair. Yeah. So by the end of the fair, we should start getting indications that this relationship is no longer. And the reason I say that, and actually now that I'm saying that, I need to check myself um, because I don't know when the VMAs are. I think uh, they're August twenty eighth. So they're during. Yeah. The fair. I okay. Think it's good. All right. Day. Good. Yeah. So my my theory can hold up. Um, so the first one was a story that you guys talked about yesterday um, where they were both seen in Montreal in a cafe sucking face. I mean, I think that I think she was he was it. actually trying to suck the soul out of her body. Yeah, it was like... <sighs> it did not look like a kiss. It really was not also, sexy. Also, can we just talk about how they were trying to have their private moment in front of a plate glass window on the street? Like, also, can we talk that about is not, there's whoever nothing... they hired to take that picture was really making it look like they were looking through the foliage yeah i mean it was ridiculous it was just so clear like if you wanted to just have your private moment you would maybe sit at a table that was a little further away from the front plate glass window you, you wouldn't go right to... up to the front and just you and know, you might put have your, your face on each other. back to the window i mean you know there are yeah. plenty you of ways you can around. hide yourself exactly. for your private moment so that's one thing and then the other thing is that we just learned that they're going to be performing senorita together on the vmas which is like okay so the reason they need to keep the thought alive that they're together is because they want us to show up for the vmas why because n nothing is real in everyone's yes world? also I, the, it's the vmas because it's going to sell more singles, singles i right? got it we got there so the bigger the audience on the vmas the better their sales will be the yep. better their careers will be so you want to bring as much of an audience to the vmas as possible which is why they're kissing in montreal exactly and once they're done with that, that's all I can see that they need to be doing. Like, right. they're not going to do anything else. Right. Unless they're coming for the Academy Awards. Correct. I doubt it. Which is highly doubtful. Doesn't make any sense. I guess the grant... What do we got for music... Grammys? Awards coming up Billboards, this fall? Billboards? None of the above. Okay, so yeah, then, yeah. So then we're it. done. That's why I no. think, you know, I would go on a, you know, loose bet at this point that those two are going to start to go their separate way. I like it. I really, I'm, I'm subscribing to your newsletter on that one. I think right. that actually My sounds, serve. yeah, I think that actually sounds very, very feasible. And, you know, I, I do, because what was funny was yesterday when I brought up that picture of the two of them making out in that cafe in the Great White North, um, I did note that that was sort of a last ditch effort because they've kind of fallen out of headlines a little bit. Oh, for sure. So Because everyone thinks it's fake. Exactly. So they have to keep it alive. And then you're right. As soon as the VMAs are over, nah, no harm, no yeah. foul. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, we got to figure out what molecular coffee is. Oh, God. It's I'm good. curious about this and if people are actually going to drink it. Bradley's going to have that for us after this on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.